0: Get ready for the podcast that will help you not only to succeed, but to thrive in vision loss so that you can be the most successful person you can be despite your vision loss. And to give you all of these tips, here is a visually impaired life coach himself who knows his stuff. Give it up for Chris Carroll.
1: Welcome, welcome back to the Thriving with Vision Loss podcast. I am your host Chris Carroll, and I am flanked by my main left-hand girl, Crazy Stacy. Say hello, Stacy.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Stacy Gallagher, aka Crazy Stacy Twenty Five, and we are live.
1: <laughs> All right, and this is the Thriving with Vision Loss podcast. Excuse me, I'm out here in the warm Florida sun, and it's taking my brain. Folks, I got to tell you, it's nice to be out here. It's 80 degrees, and it's in the middle of January. How much better can you get? Life Life is good. Life is good when you're a me. And today, we want to talk about self-care. Now, I've noticed a generous problem with self-care. We tend not to do it. We tend to take care of others to the best of our ability. And I think it's because we sense that somehow we owe them because they help us with our impairment. But we ignore things like mental health days, physical health days, Basic things that will make us feel better, like trimming our nails, doing mani petties, getting all pretty or all handsome, whichever way the spectrum falls, and we just ignore ourselves. And what I have found is we shouldn't do that. If I feel better, I can help others better. And getting dressed up in the nice little sports jackets and the little pantsuits and all that, that makes me feel better. I feel like I am somebody. But we, because we don't have to look at ourselves, tend to let that go. But I think subconsciously or something, we know we don't look our best. And we don't try our best when we don't look our best. I think our partners, our families, our kids would benefit from having the best of us. And the best of us is somebody who looks sharp, hair combed, nice little hairdo, teeth brushed, fingers clipped and shaped and in good shape, you know, legs shaved if you're female. Or not, if that's your normal. I don't, hairy legs on a woman don't bother me, that's for sure. You know, but these things that we do to generally take care of ourselves. A man one time asked me a very pointed question, and it resonates with me still today after 20 years. What have you done today that is good for you? And I stopped and I thought, and I had to admit, it had been several months since I did something that was actually good for me that I liked to do, that I wanted to do. To me, self-care includes things like if you're into live music, go into concerts. If you're into pottery making, go make you a bowl. Whatever you're into, doing these things to give your mind and body respite and rest. We as a nation, as a people, do not rest enough. And by rest, I don't mean falling out in your bed. That's nice, and that is a form of rest. But sometimes we have to give our minds a rest. We get wrapped up in the day-to-day busyness of life. And don't get anything done. I know for me, I'm as guilty of that as the day is long. I do it all the time. I get wrapped up in the next thing I have to do, and the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and the next client, and the next client, and the next client. And I just don't take care of myself. And that's just not right. You know, so I would love for y'all to email me at ThrivingWithVisionLife, ThrivingWithVisionLoss at gmail.com, or send me a direct message on Facebook at ThrivingWithVisionLoss, or even comment on the YouTube channel that this broadcast goes on. And tell me, what are your ways of self-care? I, myself, have put self-care into my daily schedule. One of the things I do is I do a series of meditations in the morning just so I can kind of ease into my day. I'm not one of those who likes to get jarred awake and have to start going. I used to be one of those guys who could handle everything he needed to do Shit, shower, shave, and still be in formation in five minutes. But I'm not that guy anymore. I love to ease into the day, get up, drink a little water. You got to drink water because that's part of self-care. And your body dehydrates overnight. So I drink 16 ounces of water before I do anything else except the bathroom. And then I fix a pot of coffee. And then I come outside, and I sit, and I read a little bit of inspirational li- r- literature. Got tongue-tied on that one. And then I do a little bit of quiet time and meditation, and I slowly watch the world wake up with me. I get up about 5 o'clock in the morning, usually, and get my day started. And then I start my business day about 8, 9, whenever. So I don't put stress on myself. That's something else that self-care alleviates is stress on yourself. You know, when we're caught in this, got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done, got to go, go, go. Your body has the same reactions as somebody who's in fight or flight mode. You're ready to take on the world. But your shoulders are tense. You've got an aggressive stance. And the rest of the world reacts to that. However, if you're like me and take the world kind of as a loose garment, it is what it is. People are warmed by that attitude. I don't have to be aggressive. I don't have to fight. I don't have to stress getting to my friends at 6 o'clock because I leave at 4.30 to make it happen. I give myself plenty of time. And all of that comes under the umbrella of self-care. I do things that are pleasing to me just because they are pleasing to me. But it changes my attitude towards the world. Since I'm not in that aggressive go, 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 people are attracted to me. When people are attracted to me, they share with me. It cuts my loneliness. It cuts my lack of confidence. I I get more confidence because I am more relaxed and I know I've got time to handle everything. So those are just some of the tips on self-care. But I would love to know what you're doing. And remember to share this podcast wherever you hear it. So it'll be given to more people. That's how this works. If you were to share my podcast and enough people share it, then the platforms I'm on sees that, yeah, this is a growing entity. This podcast has something to say. So they share it to more people who haven't heard it. So in this aspect, you're doing me and you and somebody else a favor if you've gotten any value at all from this podcast. Now, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Same thing if you're hearing us on Spotify or any of the other networks I'm on. And if you're having problems adjusting to your blindness, if you want to learn how to thrive with vision loss, be sure to contact me either at the Gmail address Thriving with vision loss at gmail.com. Or you can send me a direct message in Facebook or Instagram. I'm on both at thriving at vision loss, thriving with vision loss. I'm tongue tied this morning. But please like, share, subscribe, comment, and let's spread the word that you too can thrive with vision loss. And I'm going to leave you today the same way I always leave you. Happiness is a choice. So go have the best day you want to have.
0: Thanks for listening to Thriving with Vision Loss with Chris Carroll, the podcast to help you or your loved one to not only succeed, but to thrive with vision loss. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to reach out to Chris, you can email him at thrivingwithvisionloss at gmail.com or search for him, Thriving with Vision Loss, on Instagram. Facebook or YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on another episode of Thriving with Vision Loss. Take care and God bless.